The views and opinions expressed by guests on Connected do not necessarily reflect those of Side Street Studio Arts. Welcome, everyone. My name is Tanner Melvin. I am the co-founder and executive director of Side Street Studio Arts, and this is Connected. Uh, Connected is a podcast that we started a number of years ago and kind of resurrected during the pandemic. Uh, we discuss a multitude of different topics with local musicians and artists and really trying to get to the bottom of what makes everyone tick. So today we have the uh, awesome fortune to have one of our um older well younger old friends from side street studio arts uh the founding member and drummer of chicago-based band beach bunny uh jonathan alvarado jonathan welcome to connected hello awesome thanks for having me <laughs> thanks for being a part of this man of course um well shit, we're, i'm just gonna jump right in uh how are you how's things going uh, I'm good. I've been doing pretty good. I'm uh, going on a whole almost a year of, you know, quarantine. I I feel like I've been doing okay, keeping my sanity. Good. That's good to hear. Uh, how? So you guys have been really busy. You guys have had an extremely busy uh, uh, time over the past couple of years, right? Um, I mean, with Beach Bunny. Uh, so we're just kind of, I just kind of wanted to check in with you first, first and foremost, and then see you know, uh, what, what you guys are up to. Um, so just tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us a little bit about where you came from and, and kind of what got you into, uh, into music. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, I'm from Elgin. So literally down the street from side street, um, <laughs> on the east side over there. And, uh, yeah, I started going to local shows with friends when I was like, I don't know, 13, 14. And, um, I think Christine and Julian are just, you know, the biggest influence on that too, because Christine was also a little bit older, so she could always like drive and stuff like that. <laughs> that helps, um, right? <laughs> but yeah, we would go to a ton of local shows, um, a lot of like church shows, basement shows, any kind of shows. And then uh, just like seeing um, all of my friends play and then seeing all the local bands really inspired me more than, honestly, more than just listening to music, more than like, seeing my favorite bands or more than seeing like I don't know just giant artists just because it felt like everything was more possible and everything was like more in reach um so it like felt like an achievable goal to just be able to perform and have fun that's really interesting I know some people would say the opposite that you know seeing bands up on the stage or in a, being in a room you know I guess it's very different than seeing a band up on a stage because you are kind of distant from that, you know, and it does create uh, a gap between you and your, you know, the, the people you're looking literally sometimes literally looking up to on a stage, you know? So I know that th that's really interesting, like being in the room and being it or making it in a room, you know, it's not a stage necessarily. It's like, you're on the same level of floor or you're in somebody, you know, somebody's basement or in a church or, you know, even that side street or something like that, you know, where it is closer. Right. I mean, you know, you know how some of these 
you know, bars or even some of these house parties where you are just standing next to the drummer or, you know, or the, the bait, whomever. And because of these tight quarters and that does create a lot of community, you know, Definitely. I, uh, I think, um, yeah, that's really, that's really interesting, man. So what were you, you know, growing up, what were some of your major influences, um, local or, you know, national, global, I guess? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, growing up, my parents were are pretty young. So right now I'm 20, I'm about to be 25 and they're like in their early 40s. So when I was growing up, they were like kind of into all the music that um, people are into in like the late 90s <laughs> and 2000s. So it was, but it was a lot of like, um, like Chicago house music and like um, like 80s freestyle from like Jersey and from Chicago and stuff a lot of like Latin artists and stuff so I really kind of listened to like house music or R&B and like rap until I was like I don't know in like almost middle school I started getting into like the classic like Blink-182 Blink and uh, Sum 41 and Foo Fighters and stuff and then I started realizing oh there's more than just like rap and what my parents have always shown me um, and then when, when I started playing music on my own I started uh, like learning songs from like the bands I really enjoyed at the time which would be like Taking Back Sunday and yeah. uh, Say Anything and a bunch of bands that were like early 2000s emo type stuff um so I think those bands definitely inspired me now I mean I've always pretty much listened to everything now I have such a like versatile um selection of genres like you know available to me on my phone all the time and I, right. I do try to listen to as much as even like the radio I have such a great time just listening to today's pop and then I'll go and find some obscure band from like Sweden or something like some, <laughs> some weird stuff but yeah I'd say like a lot of the bands that inspired my playing are more so like the heavier bands which is kind of weird just because now I play mainly like pop music and like indie stuff so I I don't know it's just weird how the influence is like transferred with how I actually perform and how I actually look at a song being made which is kind of yeah. weird but definitely well I, yeah that's interesting you know there's a lot of people that say you know especially it seems like drummers that I've I've heard interviews with that are have talked about their roots and where they came from but also how they began playing and what music they listened to you know and and it is great sometimes it's a huge juxtaposition between what they play and what they listen to when they're done playing you know or what mm -hmm. they enjoy and it's um that's one of the things about music that i find just so compelling is that it is all over the place Right. I mean, we can we can you can sit down and, and listen to, uh, you know, a full record of your friend's band and then you can turn on, uh, you know, some jazz or go back and listen to your parents records or your grandparents records now, you know, or, or find any piece of music really in the history of the world online. And they you know, they're all different and we all have these different views of and, and uh, tastes, I guess, you know, I, I really think about Quest Love. Uh, uh, and his, his, his travel through, you know, and then developing the roots, but like, I know that he was into like, he's into classical and, and of course, you know, jazz, but like hearing him speak about music is one thing, you know, one of the is, uh, really inspiring. And I know that it trickles down, right? Like hearing, somebody talk about the style of music that they're into and what they play, but then you, you hear 
someone like me that's not a really a musician, you know, talking about it, but they're inspired by those people, you know, so it's, um, it's great to hear that you have, of course, you have people that you look up to, um, you know, in bands that have really shaped you, but that what you said about, you know, heavier uh, music, you know, so do you think that heavy music, uh, say like metal, I mean, I, I, you say heavier, I think of metal, but I don't know, really know if that's for sure. But like, the heavier music that you've listened to, how do you think that that actually physically manifests in how you perform? Um, I think when I was beginning with taking lessons, I started taking lessons off of like Summit. There was like a little music store um, a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a little spot there. Now it's like a furniture store, but- Yeah, um, on the south side. I know right where you're talking about. Yeah, so then I started taking from this guy named Brandon and he introduced me to like Pantera. Ah, he, nice. I guess he had taken lessons from the dude from Pantera and he was Whoa. like, yo, yo Pantera is really sick. And I was like, okay. Uh, and then I started listening to stuff on, on my own like that. And I think a lot of it, um, it's not even like the, the exact like beats that that I try to like rip off or anything. It's just like the the consistency of like hits. It's like the endurance, like metal drummers have such a crazy right. endurance being able to last a whole set. Um, but yeah, it was, I think it was a lot of like, you know, like I'd say like 80s metal that I started getting into where it kind of like pushing it my, um, I guess my drum style but then now i'd say i don't even know it's a lot of like maybe like cloud nothings or like 2010s mm. like emo indie stuff but i think the the metal stuff like just diving into that just hearing like the different drummers in the metal scene because they're so crazy i mean there's never a metal yeah. band that has like a bad drummer so i feel like those drums are just so good just to like appreciate and look at and definitely like teaches you how to hit hard and be consistent that's cool, man, because you see a lot of speed come out of those <laughs> bands, you know, that, you know, I grew up around all of that, you know, my sister's mm -hmm. ex had, I mean, he got me into Sepultura and Pantera and all those bands that really, I mean, I'd never heard before, you know, and, and, and it was at that time, it was primarily metal, like that's what they were classified as, but these drummers would just I mean, the, the amount of speed, you know, speed metal, I guess, to a point too, in certain bands. And I don't, I can't recall any of them, of mm -hmm. course, necessarily, but yeah, that, but I like what you said about consistency, you know, and I think that that's probably what has helped get you where you are right now, you know, like actually being physically consistent with your drumming, but also there's a lot to be said about, you know, where you've come from and where the group has come from and being consistent. And that is absolutely, uh, uh, it's palpable. Like you, I mean, on your records, you can see it, you know, there people will hopefully, you know, people that don't know Beach Bunny will hopefully go out and, and, and download and buy, you know, uh, uh, yeah. Beach Bunny's new, newest album, Blame Game, that came out last month. Am I correct? Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, and, but it is, you know, there is a lot to be said about consistency because in the arts and music, yeah, I mean, I'm not, separating the two but because you are a, you know, an artist you know but with music you know it's it's to be said or people say that you know uh artists are flighty or flaky or whatever um and with musicians it takes so much talent and so much work to be able to even be on a stage at any point in time 
and to be able to then profit off of that or or move forward and grow artistically there's a lot to be said for that and i think that's that's an excellent word you know consistency that's uh that's pretty awesome to hear man um i feel that definitely like i feel like just being just constantly doing it you know getting your 10,000 hours in just trying to like commit to it there's always that like whatever path you're taking, whatever path you're just like staying on, you might hit that chance of like, oh, this might work out. Or like, there's going to be like that slight, like, you know, the earth giving into like you having some opportunity. Um, then you just got to grab it and then hope for the best, you know? And it's just like, the, the only way to really get that is just by being like truly, um, I guess like determined and yeah, consistency. Yeah. That's great. It's all of that. You're right. I mean, that's, that's, that's really, I'm saying, I, I say all of this because I, I, this is the first time I've talked to you um, or anyone really within the band since, you know, you guys kind of broke. Um, and was it last year, right? Or was it the summer I'd before? I'd say like, yeah, like 2019, maybe like spring of 2019, Damn. we started um, kind of making more, um, I guess more noise, more. Yeah. Just, <laughs> but um, really, like last year, we were supposed to do so much. I mean, last February, yeah. today, actually, last year, um, we had our um, first album, like our release show for the first album for Honeymoon. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just crazy to think about, like, we were on like such a nice path to like, you know, tour the album and do a bunch of stuff. But then COVID kind of slowed everything down. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, realistically, I think like, next couple of years hopefully things start picking up again we're still going to be like making music you know we're still gonna i mean we just we still like try to be as productive as possible um yeah especially are, with like blame game and stuff yeah are you guys recording right now um we just actually recorded we just recorded a single or not nearly a single just like a song um like about a couple of weeks ago great um and then i think we're about to work on the second album probably later this year that's exciting we're working on that yeah there's a lot of people that are going to be i mean it's totally excited to hear that you know because it it's um it's a great album it's you know we've been such a i shouldn't say like we've been such a great supporter of you guys because that sounds weird what i should say is that we truly enjoyed watching you all perform and grow and it's uh so i guess why don't you tell kind of tell everybody um where beach bunny came from because i know that there are uh it's really interesting to a lot of people to see like where the worlds collide right mm-hmm. and how you become a band because you can you can sit around and you can play and you can you know come in and you can you know just chill and and play for a little bit but how, like what really made you guys uh you all become a band yeah, I think it was really, honestly, it was uh, deeply rooted in Side Street, which is crazy. Um, but Lily had been making music on her own, and she released like two EPs in, okay. uh, I want to say like 2015. And she was going to, <clears throat> she was going to DePaul at the time. And she had met a bunch of the people that I went to high school with because they had gone to DePaul as well. Um, and I had met her through like a mutual friend and it was really, it was like nothing thought of it. It was like, oh, that's, that's my new friend, Lily. (laughs) And then, um, I want to say maybe like, I think it was, uh, the spring 
maybe like winter of 2016, like right before 2017, I had seen Lily at a party and I was like, hey, I was, ta- I was talking to her. I was like, oh yeah, heard you make music. Like if you want to like ever need a drummer, like, like you know, I play drums and stuff like that. And it was just like a casual conversation. And I had also yeah. seen uh, Matt Hinkles, who's the guitarist. I saw him that night at the party. Um, and I think Matt had also been talking to Lily about um, like playing drums or guitar for her and stuff like that. And I think Side Street was running the Battle of the Bands. Um, I think that we knew that Side Street was going to be doing the Battle of the Bands in the summer of like 2017. Right. right. So we, I think we started practicing or we started running through stuff in February of 2017 or so. And Whoa. Matt, I think to the way that was all set up was like Lily and Matt had a date set up to like start jamming and like he was going to learn some of her songs and help her out because she wanted to do the Battle of the Bands at Side Street um and so he was like oh well i can get someone to play drums like john plays drums and i was like okay i know john like stuff like that and then i you know we ended up learning like four or five songs of hers on like the first time we practiced and like we just kept consistently doing it just thinking that we were going to you know do this for battle of the bands and like we're going to be her backing band so like see if we can win and at the same time, I was doing uh, Mount Pocono with Julian and, you know, Adam and all of them. Right. And uh, we were also going to be in Battle of the Bands. So, like, both bands I was playing in ended up being in Battle of the Bands. Um, <laughs> with Beach Money losing, we still decided that we were going to, like, play shows and um, just see how that worked. And, yeah, we just kept doing that. I mean, we were doing, like um I don't know like two or three shows a week I was working pretty much full-time at Best Buy and they were full-time students uh in the city and I was still in Elgin so I would drive out um like twice three times a week to to the city to practice and then we would have a show or we would have some like DIY gig or play some bar um but yeah we were doing that for for a super long time um and it was just like the being consistent about it. And then we started working on like new stuff and we started, Lily started writing more songs and we started working on songs together. And like the first song we worked on together was sports. Um, and that one had awesome. done pretty well on its own when it came out. Um, and then after that, we just kept consistently doing stuff. Um, I think like 2018, I want to say 2018, we started um prom queen and we started and then we ended up like you know recording it and all that and i think our big thing was we played a show with remo drive in chicago mm-hmm. like downstairs sub t <clears throat> or upstairs sub t which was crazy for us because we had never played upstairs and it's like a 300 cap room right and um that like show right there was just just absolutely wild and they were nice enough to invite us to play in minnesota with them at their hometown show and that venue was like 700 people or something so we were like you know freaking out (laughs) and then once we played that show we had met their um their booking agent greg horrible at that point and he ended up liking us and we started going with him and then we started like touring across the country more and stuff like that and then we started gaining traction and, and that way and we were still um playing as many shows as we could like but then we were just kind of getting better shows 
So instead right. of like basements, it was like, you know, Wicker Park, or not Wicker Park Fest, but like, you know, like, um, I think there was like a rib fest we played. <laughs> there was um, some like more actual like venue shows. Like a, we played downstairs subterranean probably like, I don't know, like 50 times or something. We just like an insane amount. It's and a good spot, think, you know. It is a great spot and I love going there. I used to, I mean, it's just like, it's fun. It's close to all the friends. Everybody can go. And then, you know, everybody who works there is always really, really cool. Yeah. But yeah, and then 2019, I think we started blowing up on like TikTok or something. And then, uh, and then, yeah, we just started going from there. That's incredible. You know, it's, it's so great to hear that a you you all are still working you know and that's because we of course this past year 2020 just didn't know what to expect with anything you know and Mm -hmm. i'm sure you guys were just kind of thinking the same way but you know it's it's great to see that you are still working and still together and still creating new music because those those are you are officially part of that world, you know, where you are, you have a lot of people looking up to you now and looking at you and those people need you, right? They need your music. Those followers that have been there from day one, the people that just picked up on you yesterday, you know, that might need to lean on you as musicians on your music, you know, and be able to, to help during all this time, you know, and it's, and I guarantee, you know, I'm sure you guys hear it all the time, or at least every once in a while, you know, that, you know, how much your music means to someone. uh, And that's what really transcends the, you know, people say that about music, you know, it it does transcend time and space in a way that it makes you all, it makes us feel good, right? And it, um, it helps us get through these difficult times. So it's, it's really wonderful to hear you, that you all are still doing that. Um, so I, I, I really am interested in what is next for Beach Bunny uh, and next for you too. You know, like, I, I don't know if you're in playing with any other bands or if you're kind of full-time with Beach Bunny. Um, what, do you, what, are you, what are your plans for 2021? If you yeah. have any. <laughs> um, I think, well, I've been, so I've always played like guitar as well. Um, same as drums. So I, I play guitar, yeah. and I sing as well and do my own music and stuff. And I was kind of like touching on that with, with Mount P. We were kind of working on some of my songs and it was nice to like see how I can work together with others to try to bring my songs to life. And it was just like a really good experience with that. Um, and then this year I've been focusing, now that I'm stuck at home, I've been, you know, trying to make demos, trying to make um, a bunch of stuff. Um, I've been talking to friends about starting maybe like a tiny label just to help out other bands and help people get releases and just give them the resources that, you know, I have now have, and now I didn't have before, but like, you know, right. Bands that I truly appreciate that don't get enough love or not enough, like, I guess not, not in the know of things. So I can be able to like, Hey, I'll be the middleman. Here's this connection here. I'll help you do what you, you know, what you want to accomplish. Um, people definitely deserve it. And I just feel like a lot of people don't get that. Um, but with like Beach Money stuff too, I think we're going to just focus on the second album. I think we're just constantly, Lily is constantly writing songs. She's constantly um, working on other projects and doing a bunch of stuff. And so when we all get together and like hear these songs, it's always nice. And we ended up 
we always end up having so much to work with. I mean, that's like a never ending supply. She just writes like a maniac. So I feel like until things are back to normal, we're just going to be keep, we're just going to keep doing, you know, music, keep making plans for releases and stuff. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what'll happen when we come back to the world and we can play shows. We're going to have so much music to like perform. It's going to be like two hour shows or something. Oh man. But, yeah. <laughs> People are no, going to love that excited. though, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I mean, personally too, I've also been trying to, um, I don't know, just get into different like facets of like music stuff, like maybe just help out other bands in, in certain situations and maybe manage, maybe like, I don't know, do a bunch of other stuff and also eventually put out my own music. Um, that's about it really. I mean, there's nothing much, I mean, working on myself, trying to be a uh, healthy legend, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's great, man. <laughs> yeah, that's excellent. But yeah. That's, you know, it sounds like you're in a, in a good place. So it's mm -hmm. good to hear that, you know, yeah. it's, 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 you know, when I, I mentioned, you know, when you guys or when Beach Bunny kind of blew up, but like you said, 2017. Now, was that I feel like I man, my brain is garbage these days. But uh, when so it was a 2017 that Mount P and Beach Bunny played in the was it in the finals or in the semifinals? Um, Mount P won and then Beach Bunny made it to the semifinals with okay. accidentally on purpose and then they won and then they versed um, yeah MP. yeah so that I'm was pretty I'm fairly sure that was let me let me look at the old calendar but I'm pretty sure that was uh 2017 um like the yeah. summer man to. it just it in the in these times that feels like a lifetime ago you know um but those you know those times were really important i think to a lot of people you know and seeing you all perform and seeing because you all a lot of you have been you know uh especially you know the guy the people from mount p and then uh you know the medrianos um and there because there is a tight-knit community or was a tight-knit community of artists musicians in elgin and around elgin and we didn't i didn't really know that until we started battle the bands and and then in about 2014 um 2013 2014 started hearing all of this me like oh you know Birdo Christine you know getting you know connected with Birdo and then with Christine and, and Julian and then uh Adrian and and then all these other people started coming out and that because that's one thing with Side Street why we're still here and it was because of our live music and it was because we just opened our doors and people started coming in and we were like, okay, well then this is needed. You know, this is absolutely needed. And being able to help facilitate that is definitely one of my proudest moments, I think, in, in, in what we've done at side street, but continuing to do that because it is, it is evolving, right? Music is evolving people, the way people live is evolving. And so like, you know, last year we did battle of bands, but it was virtually, and you know, it's just a completely different world vibe and and we you know and it was difficult uh if not earth shattering to have to do that but our goal you know we really want to be able to to help facilitate people that want to come in and then like you that and and the other people that you've played with that are just hard-working musicians that just just want to rip that's and then show that to people and that's such a big deal um but again like i said we didn't 
I didn't really know that scene was around here until we just said, oh, we have a, a room and then we have some equipment and then we can start creating a draw and getting people in and then seeing that community that was maybe already there, but then also helping to build that community too. Um, it's just really beautiful, you know, and, and I feel, you know, I, and I hope you know that we see that on our side of things as you all being like the, the, the facilitators of that, you know, you coming in and watching other bands and, you know, uh, you know, Chris, Adrian, all those, all those people, you know, dirt comes in and helps run shows and then is in bands and, and all these people, the whole reason we did it was because of you all. Right. And you, you know, and then, and I talk in circles, so I apologize, but then what you talked, you, you said talking, uh, or going back to what you said about, um, you know, helping out, helping those bands, you know, it's, it's, it's such great. It's so great to see because you get to, you've learned all this. You can now look back, you know, and you are, you're still a young man too, at 25, you know, or getting ready to turn 25. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to help these other bands in, in, you know, local bands and, and, to, to kind of shepherd them on their way it's um did you have that did you have anyone that was kind of looking out for you guys uh, or for you personally as a musician or anything like that around here um I feel like yeah definitely the Medrianos like growing up with them and like um Dirt and the Medrianos like they had known each other for uh, since like Dirt was like five years old or something right. they had met Julian um so like that whole friend group was like we're all musicians we all play music we all are really great friends and um christine playing a bunch of you know shows and bands and then julian was playing stuff and we didn't have like a necessary like a spot to go to it was just kind of like this is our friend group and we go to wherever the music is and we go see this show somewhere in that and then I think when Side Street came around, it was like the perfect, like it was the perfect spot and it was the perfect outlet for everybody because not only was like, it was like this up and coming spot and we had, you know, noticed it. And I think like, um, I think Christine had won Battle of the Bands with Oceans and Oceans at like Mad Maggie's. And it was like around that time, I think when it was like when Mad Maggie's would do like stuff like that. And I yeah, don't know yeah. called Mad Maggie's anymore um but yeah it was like post that I think we started seeing like oh side street is like this spot and this is where bands are going to play and like Christina Berto being involved in all that um definitely helped us I guess see everything like to its fruition um and I also think like just all the bands and all the people that would run through side street just not even from my friend group from different friend groups and then with dirt and brand and like booking bands and mm-hmm. stuff that yeah. 100% helped us like not only like there was like a time where it was like anytime I went to a side street, like a side street show I'd come home with like five new friends like I, I would make more connections <laughs> oh, like I would just have a great time there would be times where I would just like drive by side street and be like you know what day is it is there people there is there something go- is Berto right, there right. maybe I'll go see the art say what's up you know but it was also just like it was just a great spot and it's it's just like one of the spots that I can never like I can never thank enough for being around because it really just it made everything possible, honestly, which is, is so crazy. Um, but yeah, we, we wouldn't have had like a true place to, I guess, show our outlet and 
um, properly do things. And all of us, because we're all like, I mean, most of us are, are musicians, my friend group growing up. But, you know, there's Berto, who's a photographer. There's other friends who are, are like actual, like, you know, physical, you know, that kind of medium of artists. Um, it was just honestly a perfect spot. I mean, there's Jessica Rocha too, and she does like big installments of like mushrooms and cool. Like, that. <laughs> yep. so it's like, I don't know, it's just such a great place for us to like showcase to each other. And it was a great place for us to grow as individuals as well too. And like seeing like that you could book shows on your own, that you can throw your own band on this gig and you can get all these people to show up. And there is like so many people showing up at certain points. Like it's, it's it was crazy. Um, yeah, and it was just yeah. and it's Elgin, you know, like we're not right. we're not like the the Mecca. We're not like some crazy big uh, city, but it was just like so nice to see people coming out from everywhere, like different parts of Illinois and just to see people play and just to support. And there was always so much there's there's always been so much support for the local scene, like in that respect. I mean, before it was kind of scattered, but one side street came, it was like, OK, now we all centralize like this is where you play and this is where all the support goes and it, it was just great well i appreciate those kind words you know and i know aaron does too and because it, it's uh as it as they say it takes a village you know it is um it's something that a lot of people over the years have worked really hard on um mm -hmm. and it's it's yeah it's it's one of those things if i can take a step back and look at it you know it's like it is that was a resounding success, I think, in, um, in, in, in those years. I mean, of course, we're going to keep going. Uh, but all the hard work that so many people did just to open those doors and also creating that space that where people like you could meet up with other artists and meet, like you said, I'd come out and have five new friends. Where the hell does that happen? anymore yeah. like i mean in, in a place that isn't a bar too yeah. you know and that's that's one thing we heard so, time and time again it's like we love being able to play here it's not a bar and it's like yeah we might have you know be able to have uh you know beer and wine or something but that's not the point it's never been the point the point exactly. is to be able to you know have some electricity have space do it carefully and then just let let people play and that draw that that's really attracting attractive to, to a lot of people you know to be able to be be able like everything you just said being able to just show up and then being able to get your band on on a show um and it's um because i i guess i always think about what's next right what's mm -hmm. next for side street what's next for the people that we've worked with in the past and and i do i think about them often and that's why I reached out to you because we've had a connection. You know, I remember, no kidding, man. I remember just how time and time again, being in the back of side street, watching everybody, watching the show. And then all of a sudden I see John coming through the crowd, you know, just, yeah, just be bopping through, you yeah, know, saying hi. <laughs> and everybody knew you, I seemed, you know, and that's, that's something that says a lot about who you are and the fact that you're approachable, but you're also a highly talented individual and super nice and uh but also you know a kind and and especially looking at it from the 10,000 foot view you know being able to say as person is the person you are today not you know 4 years ago 5 years ago but saying i have these resources now that i can be able to you know that either 
knowledge or or finance finances or space or whatever to be able to look at other bands or other musicians and be like what do you need i can help let's talk about it let's let's do something you know and that's that's something special and and that's um that's that's really a a big deal and i think it's going to be if you continue on that path i think it's that'll be a big deal for a lot of musicians in this area you know definitely definitely yeah i mean yeah, all of that has shaped me too. It's just like, I, I think I've only gotten more aware of things and being able to see from both sides now and from like every side that I possibly can. Um, it's just honestly just a great experience. And I'm just, I love seeing Side Street thrive. And, and of course it's gonna go on for as long as possible. And I'm just excited to see it, you know? Well, thanks. We, we're excited too. You know, we, we really are. It's, uh, it's been tough you know, it's the, this past year, like on everyone, you know, it's cause you know, Aaron and I got sick in June and then dealing with that. And, and then, but I, I was just uh, saying like how much we've done even on a year, even in a year, like 2020 with people that have are you know, helped us out with our interns and our staff and, and everything. And, and it's, we, I was just talking with Aaron this morning about Battle of the Bands and how we are planning on doing everything outside this year and what that's going to look like, you know, with rain dates and, and all that fun stuff. But because, uh, you know, last year we had a, 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 our first outdoor music festival scheduled and we were, pretty, you know, in pre-production and everything. Um, and then that all got <laughs> shot to hell. <laughs> but uh, yeah. but it'll come back, you know, because that's that's I think that's the next stepping stone for us is to because you know, we again what we've heard over the past years it's like what can we do let's do something outside in a bigger space and be mm-hmm. able to bring in you know th- at the top of the list in 2019 when we were planning this was beach bunny you know and we were like well let's just maybe see if they'd be able to play or want to play you know and, and then you guys just sky you just really took off but it really made it start thinking about other bands that we could take on and do it in a way because we we're going to do it in festival park and everything so mm-hmm. but that's it's it's i don't know if it's officially back on the table <clears throat> uh but not i mean it's not for this year of course but we're we're lo- looking at rehashing the rehashing that idea if that even makes sense but to do a, a really nice outdoor music festival for elgin oh, that'd be so uh, awesome yeah i feel like I elgin so, only yeah. has like the once a year they'll have like some giant artist from 20 years ago play like festival yeah. park and that's about it but i feel like more outdoor festivals would be super super awesome because i think they do like rib fest or whatever and then they have someone play that weekend and that's about like that's all i really see yeah, we saw, I think the last one I saw was Huey Lewis in the News, you know? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. That was like six years ago, something like yeah. that. But, um, well, Jonathan, I, I, John, I call you Jonathan, John, uh, I really appreciate your time today, man. It's, uh, it's been awesome talking with you and I wish you guys and you nothing but the best. If we can do anything to help, please let us know. Um, and then, uh, yeah, outside of that, just stay healthy and stay gold, man. Uh, yeah, awesome. I mean, same to you guys. I, I only hope the best for y'all and your family and everything. I hope you guys are, you know, striving, thanks. staying healthy and stuff. We're working on it. We're working on it. <laughs> yeah, same. 
Well, everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, you can check out Beach Bunny about anywhere if you just look online, but uh, the website's beachbunnymusic.com. Um, you guys are on Instagram and all, like you said, TikTok, Facebook at Beach Bunny, Beach Bunny Music. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, John, I really can't wait to um, see you guys grow. You know, we, I, I saw you, we saw you on Kimmel and that was a big deal. And that was, there's a lot of pride in that. A lot of people are super happy for you guys. And uh, I just wish you nothing but the best. And like I said, if we, there's ever anything else we, Side Street can ever do for you, I'll, you know, you in particular or anybody else, you just, you just let us know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. All right, man. Well, thank you again, uh, John Alvarado from Beach Bunny and uh, everyone else out there, just stay connected. All right. Bye bye. Connected is a Side Street Studio Arts production. Music by Tanner Melvin. Produced by Nick Mataragas. To find out more about Connected and all the great things Side Street Studio Arts offers, please visit sidestreetstudioarts.org.